I'm very full and very sleepy. <laughs> I think this is the latest we've done a recording, actually. <laughs> yeah. Because it's a, uh, it is a, uh, it's nearly midnight. It's like 8:50 p.m. Yeah, it's, al it's almost so midnight. It's, it's almost our bedtime. So. It's, almost <laughs> <laughs> it's almost our bedtime. Yeah. What exciting lives. Exactly. We lead. Yeah. And I've got a belly full. We both got a belly full of gnocchi. Gnocchi, amazing with gnocchi with this amakania something. Close enough. Sauce. Some sauce like that. I, I yeah. I should know how to say it, but I don't. Uh, yeah. And you one should, of us. Because you're like Italian descendant, that's right? That's true. I'm shaming my ancestors right now. Yeah, you are. And your 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 Mimo is going to be very upset. Oh. <laughs> I don't know if I want to edit that out or not. Hey, uh, this is Matt. And this is Yuna. And this is Our Three Things, a podcast where myself and Yuna talk about joyful things yeah. for the week. Yeah. And we're coming back after a bye week last week, a rest week. Yeah, so it's our first episode in 14 days. In 14 days. Yeah. It's yes. a long time. Yes. We miss you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I miss you too. Thank you. I miss you too. We're back now and we're still in the middle of a lockdown. Yay. And in a more strict lockdown. A more strict lockdown, yeah. which doesn't really mean much for us because we've been just at home all the time anyway. Yeah. But still. So, um, man, two weeks and not doing a podcast makes me forget how to do it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, You're very rusty nowadays. I'm very rusty nowadays. It's okay. We have some <laughs> joyful things. Some of them are going to feel out of date, I think. Yeah. Um, in our last episode, we talked a lot about the Olympics. Mm. And there's a little bit of out of that, um, kind of yeah. our, our our personal closing ceremonies on the Olympics. Yeah. yeah. Um, why don't we go ahead and dive and, in? And I, I don't feel it's like personal closing ceremony. And you have to know there is Paralympic coming soon. That's true. So this would be a good warm up, you know? That's true. Mm. The that Olympics are just the warm up to the Paralympics, I yes. think. Yeah. Cool. Well, cool. let's jump in. Yeah. So, Matt, what's your first thing? Oh, yeah, I'm going first. Um, I think we might, maybe this is a spoiler, but just looking at the list here, I think we actually have kind of a similar first things. Yeah. Do you want to just tackle them in parallel? Yeah. Would that be good? Yeah, that'd so be good. So I think what we could maybe do is, because we both have the Olympics yeah. as a whole, just the closing of them mm. as our first thing. Yeah. Um, so what I think so what maybe a fun... So this is first thing of Matt and Yuna together. Matt and Yuna together. Maybe, maybe one way we could do this um, is, because these were actually pretty memorable Olympics for mm. a lot of reasons. Um, yeah. What do you say maybe we do our top three things of what we, like personal things that we think just from the Olympics themselves, like our top moments, just like spring to mind, like without overthinking it too much. Without overthinking about it. Mm. I'm so glad we're number two in the total number of gold in the medal. Oh, hang on. Wait, are you starting? Are you starting? Yes, I'm starting. Okay. So Yuna's <laughs> going first, apparently. All right. Okay. <laughs> Take it away. So, so number your, one. what's your number one of your number one? So my number one of my number one is uh, I'm, I'm glad to see China's performance in the, the medal. Mm -hmm. So we have the second most gold medal. Yeah. Uh, during this. You guys uh, were actually up on top for a while. I think. Yeah, yeah. 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 I think so. Yeah. Up until like a lot of the athletics. Uh, up until I think up until the last day, the U.S. has a couple golds in, in some of the um competitions yeah yeah and then like some of the team sports yeah which uh 
this is not any of our things, but uh, at least for me, but the U- yeah, U.S. got like gold and like what volleyball, basketball. Yeah, pretty much others. all the major both. Yeah, and they kept knocking, especially in basketball. I think both teams knocked uh, out the poor Australian teams. I know. Oh, it's embarrassing. Yeah. Yeah, and in um, in uh, football as well, women's women's uh, women's soccer. Yeah. Um, that was a painful game to watch. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. But yeah, but seeing China get the golds, uh, get uh, second in golds. Yeah. And I think second in overall count probably yeah, as well. Yeah, second in overall count as yeah. well. Yeah. So I'm, I'm pretty happy as Chinese. Mm. Yeah. Because it's exciting like um, uh, for you to see like uh, your country, home country, like uh, in so many different uh, um competitions and to to get a goal it's pretty exciting yeah for sure for the entire two weeks cool yeah so how about you how about your uh, number one of number one so my number one and mine are in no particular order because it's impossible to rank okay but uh my first one i can think of that's one of my most memorable from this olympics was the uh the men's high jumping final um oh yeah yeah so for those who maybe didn't watch this because it is sort of like a niche sport and I'm, i'm not gonna pretend that i watch it outside of the olympics but um, I think a lot of people saw this happen. Uh, there was actually a shared gold. So these two these two athletes, um, let me try to get the names here. So uh, Gianmarco Tamberi from Italy. I'm probably butchering mm-hmm. these names. And then uh, Mutaz Barshim of uh, Qatar. Of Qatar. I, I never know how to pronounce that. Uh, but they were they were in the, the high jump final. So the one where they just like jump without a pole or anything over the bar yeah. and see who can go the highest. These two guys were deadlocked. For first place, they were getting all the same just all the same um, uh, jumping heights, yeah. And they they did they had the same number of fails, same number of passes, and they just kept going like toe to toe. They finally got up to, I want to say, like two meters uh, thirty nine centimeters, and both of them just kept missing it over and over again. Um, and I think I think they have like three times where they can make it to see if they can can achieve it, and then they move on to the next one, and they both missed it three times. And basically in that situation, like the official rules is like you can go to like what they call like a jump off, yeah. which is just the two the two competitors who are tied for first place just keep jumping at like the same heights again, basically, until one of them misses um, or one of them gets it, I guess. And, you know, it could have they've already they'd already been jumping at that point for yeah. like, I think, like hours. Like it was a very long final. Yeah. But there's something in the rules that allows you to just keep, instead keep just share. No, no. Just, well, do that or just share the gold. Yeah. And the athletes ask that. Like they, they, when the referee was, or the, the official was explaining that and literally like it took them like half a second to just say, okay, yeah, we'll just, yeah. we'll share the gold. Yeah. Um, and apparently like the two were like our close friends and if you watch oh, it really? live, it was, yeah, it was very like, um, like heartwarming to see. Cause yeah, they just I saw, like, I saw, were like, so they, uh, happy about it. It's the Italian guy, the Italian guy jumped on. Oh, he was yeah. so, he, he was so joyful dramatic and, and joyful. Crying. Yeah. And he's a character, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. All those high jump folks are because like they're all they're all these like ridiculously tall and really thin. Yeah. I mean, they look like they're made for this sport, and right? That that reminds me of the um, is the Australian girl also high jump the oh the yeah, 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 yeah yeah so that that, that there was also uh, an Australian Australian girl for the women's high jump women's high jump yeah. she's so sweet and because she's keep chanting and smiling the entire time and uh, I forgot her name but she's joyful to watch so that's uh yeah so that was uh, uh nicola mcdermott oh nicola mcdermott so yeah. sweet Such yeah she, she does this thing girl. in the high jump she would do this thing where every time and she got i think she ended up getting bronze or silver i think um, silver i think silver silver yeah. um, but every time she would finish a jump 
she would immediately like open this journal and like start writing in it and like the yeah. pe- the newscasters were trying to like guess what was in it but she was just like a ritual she would do and then every time before she ran up to a jump um i think she's very religious as well so she would like just raise her hands to the sky and just like kind of chant to herself and then just like get the crowd clapping and then yeah. it's like yeah like scream and then like go and do the jump and she had the biggest like smile on her face the whole time yeah (laughs) really adorable yeah Yeah. anyway the whole high jump like that's not that's not anything that i would think would be that entertaining but it really got me this year and there's really really good looking guy in in the high jump in in the olympics you say in olympics yes yes (laughs) well (laughs) very attractive i forgot his name which which country i forgot his country as well but i follow him on instagram Fascinating. <laughs> oh, it's uh, Mont Mon something. Mon oh, Mon you're talking about Duplantis. the pole vaulter. The, the pole vaulter. A uh, pole vaulter, yes. Yes, he's really attractive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ar- Armand Duplantis or something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah he yeah, probably yeah. is the most attractive uh, athletes on the athletics. In the athletics? Yeah, I, I believe yeah. so. Anyway, so that's my number one. Yeah. I think a, a lot of those, the funny thing with those athletics is like a lot of them because there are a lot of them outside of like the track, like the kind of the ones most people know about, like the mm. jumping and the pole vaulting and stuff. They're very, that, that's a very like niche sport. And it feels like everyone who competes at a high level, they're all like best friends with each other yeah, is what it seems other, like. Yeah. So it's just fun to watch that. But anyway, that's, so that's my, that's my first one. Yeah. What's your second Olympics? Uh, my second Olympics is the last, last day of the artistic gymnastic for the girls. Oh, the one where they do the routine with the music. Right? Not the routine with the music. It's the um, beam. It's the beam. Yeah. Oh, the ones on, on, the, on the different apparatus. Yeah, yeah, stuff. on okay. the beam, on the beam. Yeah. So that's the one um, Simone Biles attended. Oh right. The yeah. only the one um, Simone Biles is not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about it's uh, it's uh, after the 14 year old Chinese um, athletes. Guan Chen Chen come, oh the, finished, the, the 14 year old girl, girl. Yeah, yeah, when yeah. she finished her routine she of course she does so well right in her age and and performed perfectly for her routine uh, when she come down she starts hugging with with her teammate and also the other athletes including Simone Biles and also uh Suni and all the oh, other yeah, athletes yeah. from different team they're just so happy for her and everyone just hugs each other and that that makes me feel like the sports has has no country, no border, and everyone's just so happy about each other's achievements. Yeah, it doesn't matter you're from US, I'm from China, but we we we're all athletes compete in this field, and we're truly happy for what you have achieved. So that real, and we you can see those photos on on the internet, on Twitter, right? And it's so sweet for me to see that. I feel that's just a sweet moment. Yeah, that was it reminds cute. me what Olympics is for. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. That was cute. Yeah. So that's my that's my second thing. Cool. You, uh, your second of second your first. Second of second of first. My second Olympic of my first. We're really drawing thing. this out quite a bit. I but know. that's okay. <laughs> uh, my, my second thing, I'll keep this short, is uh, so there was a, I think this is the first time this sport has been in, in the Summer Olympics, is the BMX freestyle. So like it's the, the bicycling where they do all the jumps and the flips yeah. and stuff. Um, kind of that extreme sports. And um, I was not expecting this at all. Maybe I just don't keep up with it. But apparently the Australian guy, he actually got gold. This guy, um, Logan Martin. And um, so my, my, my second thing on this is just like watching him do these tricks. Yeah. And apparently, I mean, his, his whole run was like, like ridiculously smooth 
like all the the things. I don't know what the names of the moves are. He just looked really cool because he yeah. did so many different flips. And then when he finished, once he once it was confirmed he was going to win, he was going to get gold after everybody went. He apparently um, said in a, in an interview with the press out there that uh, the moves that he did, he actually wasn't doing his like full routine. It was oh, like really? a pretty standard one. Oh. And so he said, "Well, since I already won, I'm going to go and just like bust out what." Like I was kind of hiding in my pocket, oh, like, really? like my, my secret okay. weapon. And he goes out there and does like something even crazier and nails it perfectly uh-huh. after he'd already won. Yeah. And it was just such a cool like move to do. Yeah. That like you just you just say, oh, I won gold, just sort of playing it safe, and you yeah. know, it just yeah. shows uh, how much talent there is with those guys. I, I really like those extreme kind of sports, like skateboarding and uh-huh. and the BMX, and because those they're very like. I feel like there's some some people have pushed back against that in the Olympics because it's not a traditional it's not quote traditional unquote, sports, sport. Yeah, it's not like weightlifting or running or wrestling yeah, or yeah. something. But it's it shows a whole different kind of skill set. Yeah, it kind of blends the old and the new into one. Makes more interesting. Um, and you know, watching you know my my resident country take the gold in the first year that was up was was mm. pretty cool. So yeah, yeah, that was fun to watch. That's pretty exciting. Yeah, yeah. And also with like the skateboarding, um, I'm just gonna squeeze this in here too. Um, the 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 freestyle yeah the freestyle skateboarding I think it's freestyle freestyle skateboarding is what it's yeah. called the pretty much every one of those contestants at least the ones that are in the top they're so young they're right? like yeah like that th- teenager some of, some of them even younger like I think there was like a twelve year old uh, from Japan who got silver or gold in the women's the gr- I mean it's women's but it's really like girls yeah because they're yeah. these like little kids just out there just out there having fun mm. and like and they show such good sportsmanship and. They kind of set an example still, for the adults. Of training. You can't. Oh yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Yeah, no, yeah. no, I'm just, I'm not discounting the skill. I'm just yeah. saying, it's, it's so cool to see that because they, em, they embody, like the sportsmanship and the yeah. Olympic spirit that we talked about in our last episode. Oh. And for being so young, that's just very impressive. So. Yeah. 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 So that's my second thing. Mm-hmm. I, I like those extreme second sports. Second of your first. It's the second of my first. Yeah. What is the third of your first, you know? So since you have squeezed so many into your second, I'm going to squeeze a couple into my... All right, my go ahead. As long as they, they have to be somewhat related, at least. Third of my All right. first. Okay. So um, I would say I'm really enjoying um, the convenience of technology this year for watching Olympics. Oh, yeah. Because I don't remember last time, but I remember this time it's, it's so convenient. You can't have all different uh, sort of spots you want to watch in, in the app and on different websites. And shout out and shout out to Channel 7, to, so the 7 Plus app. Yeah, and like you can have literally have three screens with three different spots going on. It's just really convenient and fun and make the full two weeks experience full. Now, you know one and thing about that though, before you yeah. move on, um, that's apparently dependent on country because I know a lot of people, at least in the US, who mm-hmm. did, did not have that luxury and really? they have to pay for that. Oh. Yeah. We have the luxury in Australia yeah. as well as in China. I think it's all free yeah. to air. Yeah. Because all I saw online was a lot of complaints about, um, I think it was NBC, it was like the official yeah. error in, in the US. And apparently they were like terrible about ad oh. placement and things like that okay. and, and selection. Right. So that's, yeah, I, which surprised me, honestly, because mm. I would assume that US would be on top yeah. of that. But I was really impressed with, with Australia's choice yeah, with uh, it's Channel pretty 7. Yeah, good. pretty really good. Really good, yeah. Yeah, so... And also, I'm really uh, happy to see Paris 8 Minutes in the closing ceremony. Oh, yeah, like the preview, right? Yeah, Yeah. the preview. That reminds me how pretty Paris is a city. Oh, okay. And I'm so looking forward to to see the Olympics over there. And I hope, like, it gives me some hope saying it's only three years' time. Maybe until then, we we were back to a new normal. Mm. And maybe that's a possibility 
I can be there to watch the Olympics in person. Yeah. In a beautiful city I love. Yeah. So that's my last thing of my first thing about Olympics. My last thing is is sort of related to that for the Olympics. And this is, I mean, this is just sort of like maybe symbolic of our of our closeout because yeah. we talked about the Olympics, I think three episodes in a row now. I know. Um, but we really <laughs> loved it this year. I guess my, my third thing, just kind of wrap it up, is the fact that they could even happen. Yeah. And, and what, yeah. And, and I guess just like shout out to everyone in Japan. Mm. Um, not even just Tokyo, because there was in multiple cities where stuff was being done. Yeah. I think that everyone responsible for that, for putting it on, um, despite all the chat, I'm sure there were so many challenges and mm. like decisions that were a lot of people were wondering, was this the right thing to do? Like, should we even have this? But like personally, I feel like it was needed. Yeah, to have it was this, needed you know? to to lift your spirit and to to lift the whole world spirit. Lift, yeah, yeah, and and just the fact that it seemed to go. I mean, from what I could, from what we could tell with the broadcast, it seemed to go off without a hitch. Like the only thing that was weird about it, from a viewer perspective, was just like. The empty stands. Yeah. But even that, like, uh, they they had the technology and the and they had like some good DJs in there to like yeah. pump in the crowd noise when it made sense and yeah. have music and stuff like that. So it was still, like, that was the only thing that was weird was like not seeing people in the stands. But apart from that, yeah. I mean, it was it seemed pretty perfectly put on. Yeah, and, I agree, and I feel like uh, we we all need that to happen in this special period, and I'm glad it happened. Yeah. And I'm glad the next one is not too far away. Yeah, and, when, and the Winter Olympics are in. <laughs> oh, yeah, Winter Olympics in what, Beijing. Like, like six months or something. Yes, yes. <laughs> very, I'm very, very, very soon. For that. Yeah. yeah. So we'll 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 carry on Olympics discussion. Yeah. In 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 that time. Yes. Because Winter Olympics are fun. Yeah. I know. Maybe we can visit if everything's well, over. Yeah, cross we'll your see. fingers on that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, and that there there is our final transition yeah. away from the 2020. One in brackets, uh, <laughs> Olympics discussion. Yeah. So let's move on to the next one. So my second thing this week is something very simple. I was going to, this is something that I was going to talk about a couple weeks ago and other things came in, but I feel like this is a good time to mention it. Uh-huh. So with the, the ongoing um, lockdowns in New South Wales, yes, we've, uh, you know, been I, I don't know if it's just because of this but i guess because it's more often since we've worked from home more often yeah is we've had a lot more meals cooked at home fresh and freshly some cooked. freshly cooked yeah fresh it, ingredients fresh ingredients healthy healthy ingredients and i think we we've we've had some go-to recipes now yeah and um one of them i think we had this like three times this past week maybe mm-hmm. um is we've been doing um these wraps these like vietnamese style wraps uh vietnamese fresh spring roll like fresh spring roll sort of rice paper yeah so we yeah. get like this uh this rice paper um which you can they're actually pretty cheap i think you can it's like a 30 pack of them for like just a few bucks really yeah it's and, like i think it's like four dollars for yeah. 30 sheets and f- yeah and so they're these these like kind of circular like dry sheets and all you do is just dip them in warm water and then they mm. become like those kind of classic spring rolls that you might get at like a like a vietnamese or chinese restaurant yeah, um, the fresh one, not the deep fried one. The fresh one, yeah. So not not like the not like the the deep fried. Um, I guess sometimes people they'll see them on the on the menu depending on where you're at, where mm. you're at as like a summer roll or something. Yeah, yeah it's like roll. a summer roll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that might be a better yeah. description. It's like summer the, roll, like a, yeah. They're kind of like a like a 
gelatinous some like kind of like stretchy like yeah. rice paper not not the fried ones yeah yeah no, uh, the stretchy rice paper very soft service yeah, yeah. Um, and what's what's great about them is you can literally just fill them with anything you want right yeah. and so like we we've we've gone through we actually went through a few different iterations of yes. this yes so and I think, we found the best combination we found the best one that literally like i just we just have i'd make up the same i prep the same spread every time yeah so we do let's see if we can list them off so we do um spinach some spinach, just like fresh spinach leaves, fresh is spinach, sort of like a base. Yeah. yeah. And then um, some avocado sliced. No, spinach and then oh, sorry. You, 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 the second one later well, I is some, from. Hold on. <laughs> no, hang on, hang on. You, you do avocado after I spinach? I do avocado first. Oh, uh, we're different. Okay. Drama. Yeah. <laughs> I, need to, I need to find like a drama sound effect to like put in here. Like, yeah. So, okay, okay. How about I just list the ingredients? Okay. The order not important. No, order is not important. No, 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 no. The, the order, order is important. important. You, the first one has to be spinach because that would be the base. That's the base. That's yes. the bed. That's like the little... You have the little, to make a base rack. The little air mattress where they all yes. sleep. Personally, now my mattress topper of my little <laughs> bed is the avocado slices. Yeah. Okay. That, that's why your row is so big and hard to roll. Excuse me. <laughs> this is becoming like a call-out show now. The third ingredient is... I think usually after that I will put uh, mushroom. So we do sliced mushrooms. Uh, what? Okay, it's very different from the way I put it. Sometimes I might I might switch the mushroom and avocado actually. No, when the marrow is more more neat. Listen, <laughs> the fourth ingredient is so we do like a we do like do some scrambled egg and then like kind of crack it into it's kind of like a like an omelet but without folding it so like maybe like a flat frittata. Like an egg pancake. And a, yeah, and just a, with egg. And basically like it's just like scrambled egg and like a pancake shape. Yes. And we cut those into strips. Yeah. And so I'll put some of those on top of that. <laughs> Yuna's judging me so hard right now. Yeah. Uh, what, what are we on? The fifth ingredient is um, I'll do some, uh, let's cook up some prawns. Yeah. So like little like little shrimps. You prawns the last? Second, no, third last? What do you mean? Keep, keep on going. It's worth different order. <laughs> You've seen me make these so many times. No, I did that. I, I was too focused on my own rep. Very self-centered on your own. Yeah, reps. yeah. So I'll put a few, we'll put a few prawns kind of like neatly laid on the side there, and then on the last thing that in my, and this is the last thing you do too, is the um, the bean sprout. So we do like some cooked That's bean sprout. That's not my last thing. Really? Yeah, my last thing is the sweet Chinese kimchi. Oh, okay, okay, and then there's also like yeah, some some like uh, like uh, pickled cabbage. Yeah. Um, that we put on top. Does that that is all. okay? That's fair. That's the last thing, but that's more like just like a few on top. Oh, and I then, put a lot. Okay. And then <laughs> I didn't think this would be a, such a contentious topic. I was ready to just kind of like breeze through this in like a minute and a half. Yeah. But this is becoming like a very like contentious, uh, heated, heated debate. <laughs> no, because you have to put the right layer. All right. All right. Okay. Each okay. Time, so you will roll a perfect round shaped like I think you roll. can still make it a round shaped even with no, a different stack order. No, yours is too messy. Okay, all right. So this is my thing, but I'm going to transfer it over te temporarily to Yuna. I want you to tell me the order, the correct order the correct to order? get the best output here. The best output, are you sure? Tell me. Okay, so I think the first layer is, is your spinach, right? That's your base. <laughs> Man, it's giving this crazy face. And then after that, I would <laughs> I would put three prongs. At the second base. You only put prawn second? Yeah, and then then I will put the sliced mushroom on top of the prawn and in between the prawn to make the roll full, right? So you have more stable base. And after that... Wait, what do you mean in between the prawn? 
So you like vertical? No, vertical, like flat, just like this. Okay. And then uh, I would, I would start putting the uh, you know the egg pancake strip. I would put the strip on the side of the spinach. So you ha can have an egg wall to to make sure all the ingredients doesn't fall. And then I would start putting the um, uh, bean sprout on the top. And after that, on top of the egg. After that, I would put the avocado again on the side of the roll on top of the egg. So you make the structure on the table. And in the end, I would put the pickle on top of the uh, pea sprout. And then start rolling. So if you put in this way, the structure will be more stable. It's easier for you to so it's like a long round vertical wrap. So that's the way how I do it. I think we need like a blueprint drawing of this. Yeah, maybe we like should a attach a, a picture. Yeah, a diagram. That's okay. a good idea. Can you make a diagram for us? No, you're the um, technical guy. You should do that. I'm going to do it with my way if you make me do it. Fine. If you do with Matt way, if it's not perfectly shaped, come to Matt. It all goes to the same place. Yes. I do like uh, like making fresh food though. That is nice because it makes you feel like it's it's not that hard to make. Um, and the ingredients are all pretty cheap. Like if I were, if we were to buy like the equivalent of what we're making oh to make these God. wraps, like at a restaurant. Yeah. I mean, it'd be easily like five times the price of. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's like it's like it's like an interactive meal mm. as well because you kind of make it while you're eating. So. Yeah, and it's, it's very easy to prep, and it's 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 fresh, and it's it's so healthy. All the ingredients, and you can switch and change stuff you want to put inside. Yeah. Which is really good. The, totally the only unhealthy bits in that wrap is the wrap itself because it's carbs yeah. made with rice but and probably the sauce and that's it overall it's very healthy mm. and um if you haven't tried maybe you can try making yourself with your partner or with your kids it's gonna be pretty fun so that's my second thing for the week yuna yeah. what is your number two my number two is uh, very simple. It's called rest and restart. And uh, the reason I put this uh, is because we do have a rest last weekend. Mm -hmm. And uh, sometimes it feels strange because we're constantly doing this almost every week, right? For like more than a month. And if you suddenly stop, it feels weird and you really want to do that. But sometimes you do need a rest and and just to replenish and just to um try to relax and and to have a a great start next week so i think um the point i'm making is it's important to have a rest and then restart things this can be applied in doing podcast and doing your exercise routine yeah um when you do your studies i just find like sometimes people just forget um, how important to have a, a good rest. Yeah, to yeah. avoid that burnout. Yeah, to avoid the burnout. This is very true, especially for um, for like like uh, running. Yeah. Um, which I think I've talked about a bit before, but that's one of my big hobbies. But mm. I've I've definitely gotten burned out a lot just because I don't know when to take a rest sometimes with that. Yeah. Um, or like studying even, like learning language or learning mm. pretty much anything. I think sometimes like... You just you feel like you're just in the moment and you don't want to stop yeah. and you feel kind of feel like guilty to to have a, to, to to rest for one day or one yeah. week but i feel like it's important to recognize sometimes your body needs to rest your mind needs to rest before you can restart fresh right everyone yeah. needs a recharge 
Exactly. Yeah. And I think your mind can just like it's not like a muscle in that way where mm. if you if you work it really hard through a lot of study or or anything like that, um, I mean it, it can get sore and it can get it can get like burned out and injured. Just yeah. Like if, just like physically, you could. Mm. You know, so it's good to take those rest breaks sometimes. Yeah. And also like another thing reminds me is uh, I used to work the 11 a.m. updates of the New South Wales Health for all these oh, COVID the da- case. Oh, the daily press yeah. conferences. Yeah. Stats. Um, but I think, I'm not sure about everyone, but for me, like probably I'm mad as well, right? You can jump in. It's, the more you watch this, um, it gives you a lot of uh, stress and uh, anxiety t- towards this situation. Yeah. So... There's like, I think last week for two days, I decided, okay, I'm going to take a break, not to watching the entire thing. And instantly I feel I'm more refreshed. And when I rewatched the updates today, I feel in a more normal mindset. So I think it's important. Yeah, I used to watch those every morning because they, they basically do seven days a week nowadays during yeah. the lockdowns in, in Sydney. Mm. Um, where the premiere will just get up and kind of talk about what's going on with the cases and all that. And yeah, but yeah, I, I, I think I, I used to watch those pretty much every day, but I, I've stopped doing that this past week because it's just kind of depressing. I can look up the numbers if I really want to see the number of new cases or anything like that. Mm. But yeah, I think um, it kind of goes with the theme of rest and restart where like, I just want to like, I'm not gaining anything from listening to that. Um, and if I t- if I step away for it for a bit and don't listen for a while, then I I can still stay informed like with the data if I really want to. But yeah. like I feel like I'm taking a break from like that extra anxiety and stress. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. So sometimes it's just okay to do so. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that that's my second thing. And Matt, what's your last thing? So my last thing is um, we've talked a little bit about quirks about our dog Mocha. <laughs> But um, this one, Mocha. yes, exactly. So uh, our little our little brat who was interrupting us earlier. Yeah. So the what the thing that I wanted to talk about today is actually something kind of really sweet and nice about him. Uh huh. And is that that is when when he looks into your eyes. Yeah. That's my third thing. And I, I love was th- that. I was thinking about this because <laughs> I think every dog I've had does this, where they'll just sort of stare at you, uh-huh. and I always kind of wondered what it meant. So what it meant. Well, we're gonna, we're, we're gonna, no, <laughs> that, that was a downer. No, oh, okay. no, what we're going to do is actually move over to a, a corner that we haven't been to in a while. And that is the science corner. Yes. So moving over to the science corner. That's like a theme the theme song. Yeah. I think last time we were there was for the female. Um, yeah. There's still a little bit of pee in the science corner. So step around that while okay. we, while we head there. Yeah. So I, I looked up about this because I was curious about why dogs stare and look into my eyes. Luckily, I found an article on PetHelpful.com with the title, Why Does My Dog Stare and Look Into My Eyes? Yeah. So why? they read my mind. So there's a few things I want to call out in this article. So I'm going to, there's a couple of quotes here that I think are, they pretty much say better than I could. Uh, so as an uh, animal behaviorist, Alexandra Horowitz pointed out the difference between the gazes of dogs and those of other species in her book. And there's a book name. I'm not going to pitch her book for you. Uh, <laughs> she believes that dogs look at us for three main reasons. Um, so our ability to give food. So yeah. because they look at us, they know that we are the ones who give them the food. This is something that Mocha does to me about three times a day. No, Mocha does that to you 24-7. 20, well, okay, fair enough. But there are sometimes <laughs> he knows he's going to get food and he looks at me until he gets it. <laughs> until he gets the food, yes. Um, and that's 
breakfast time, dinner time, and then yeah. his midday um, snack time. Yeah. Um, he, they actually look at us also, besides just that, for clues about our emotional state. So this I found interesting because this is something that humans also do. You know, like if you look at someone's eyes when they're t- when you're talking to them, that's like one of the key things about body language, right? If their uh-huh. eyes are like narrowed or, or wide open or moving a lot or blinking a lot, like you can, it's not something we think about, but you can look at a person and think those things and kind of like get clues about their state. Dogs yeah. do the same thing apparently, which I think is kind of cool. So they can read our eye emotion yeah so like you know how like i think you asked me before you know does mocha know if you're if if we're sad for example and they do know and that's i think one of the reasons that they do is because they can see i'm crying yeah if you're crying or your eyes are red or if like they're you know like like narrowed down or something or you know Mm. the little cues like that they can actually look and and figure out what's going on and then a third reason was uh, information about what is happening in their world so what's that man I i the way that i interpret this is basically they can look at us as like a cue to see how we're reacting to something else. So like, for example, maybe like we see um, another animal. Like if we're out, if I'm walking Mocha and I see like uh, like a cat walking by and if I'm like staring at the cat really intently yeah. and he looks at me and sees that, he that might affect like what his thoughts are about like what's going on around us. I'm just kind of, guess, I don't know. I'm not a dog scientist or anything like that. This is just something I'm sort of guessing. Maybe right. I should check out. Um, Alexandra Horowitz's book that she mentions here. Mm. Um, the last bit I feel is a bit confusing. It's a little confusing, but I think basically what they do is, is because humans, if if you know if it's your dog, yeah, you know you're the leader of them, and so they're going to look to you for the cue of how to react to other things, and so they look at your eyes for that reason. I think Mocha looks at your eyes more for cue. Yeah, and mm. food. I think mm. I think food is still number one. Yeah. Dr. Horowitz believes that the dog's unique ability to look into our eyes and hold our gaze was one of the first steps in domestication. Now, one other thing from this article that I thought was even more interesting is further down. So eye contact is beneficial for dogs and people also. Yeah. So there's a study from Japan in April 2015 that reveals that when dogs stare into our eyes, the activity causes us to release oxytocin into our bloodstream. Mm. And oxytocin is a hormone that is released when mothers nurse their puppies. So maybe dogs stare at us in the same way that a mother stares at her own pups. In some ways, maintaining eye contact is its own reward. The more you stare at your dog, the more he stares at you, the better you both feel. What a great feeling. Yeah. What a great thing. I agree. Cause, yeah. Because that, that's how I feel when, when I stare at Mocha. Yeah. I just feel like, oh, it's full of love. How he can sit, stare at me for so long. Yeah. So I've read, I've read like some other studies, some other articles about the similar thing where because, you know, you, they look at us, it releases a chemical in our brain. Yeah. And, it, and at their brain at the same time. And when you stare into the dog's eyes, mm. it can actually increase the bond between you two. And so that's like sometimes what I'll do, like if, if I'm like just sitting in my chair and Mocha's sitting on my lap, which he likes to do. Yeah. And he'll just kind of like put his head up and look at me. <laughs> I can't so like, sweet. I can't help but like just kind of stare back into his eyes. Yeah. Those big, those like big brown eyes that he has. Yeah. The big puppy it's eyes. Very, yeah. It's very sweet. Yeah. Now there are some people who also think that if you stare at a dog too much, it can be considered um, challenging the uh, authority and dominance. So there are ways where like, if you like stare directly at a dog when it doesn't make sense to stare at the dog, mm. they might take that as like a challenge or something. Really? But that's usually that's more, from, from what I understand, that's usually more going to happen if they're, if you're not already cemented as the dog's like leader, I guess. Right, so it's someone else's dog. Yeah, someone else's dog or like a stray dog or yeah. something, for example. Yeah. But I think for the most part, yeah, looking into the eyes of a dog that is like already your dog, especially in the case of looking Mocha. Looking into because your own pet's eyes. Into your own pet's eyes, yeah. It's 
very lovely thing it's to do. It's a very lovely thing to do. It makes you happy and make the pups happy. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. And um, we've been doing a lot of that lately just because we've been, we can't, really can't leave the house at all lately. So. <laughs> and Mocha, Mocha can't leave the house as and, well. And we haven't been able to walk Mocha as much either. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. Um, so he's spending a lot of time staring into our eyes. Yes. Which is very sweet. And begging for either food or love. Yeah. But he usually gets both. So. Yes. <laughs> Very spoiled dog. Exactly. So that's my third thing. Mm. Yuna, take us home. What's your third thing? So my third thing, it relates to both Matt and myself. Mm. Um, it's the option to get vaccine for our first dose. COVID vaccine. COVID yeah. vaccine. Mm. Yes. I feel, I feel uh, really lucky we have this option. Because uh, I've been recently um, reading articles, say, comparing to poor countries, some of them which don't have vaccine available. And it's really sad. Yeah. And I just feel like we're lucky here in Australia has the option to have access to of the very good vaccines, which is really lucky. Yeah. Yeah. And that that's, um, I feel very grateful for that. And I really hope like, um, all these developed country, right? Who the country who has stability could share the vaccine yeah. with the poorer countries. I hope so. Especially COVID. Yeah, that's happening to some extent. I think in some countries. Yeah, in some, but not yeah. not uh, all the country has the the um, luxury to have that. Yeah, not as much as it should be happening. For yeah. Sure. Yeah. So yeah. So that that's my last thing. Yeah, and we've also yeah. we both got our first dose as yeah. well, and. and no side effects. No significant side effects. Yeah, yeah. Because Matt least. got his uh, his first dose last week. That's why we had one week break. Yeah. And luckily for both of us, like as Matt said, we we don't have any like major side effect apart from sore arms. Yeah, just a bit. Yeah. Yeah. So for myself, I uh, have been. It's been like almost two weeks, and it's all feel fine now. So I feel like we both are looking forward for our second dose in a couple of weeks time. For sure. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's been a long time coming for sure. So yeah. it's good that we finally got it. Yeah. And then we really like, I think both of us are really um, hoping one day, once we reach the, the 80%, we can finally see our friends and family. The 80% of uh, vaccinated, vaccinated people in yeah. New South Wales, right? Yeah. yeah. Which yeah. is what the premier wants here. So. Yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah. We'll see. Well, I think yeah. we're in like week, what, this is eight or nine, I think, of lockdown here. Yeah. So we have been locked down for nine weeks. Yeah. It's longer than Wuhan already. <laughs> yeah, that, that's true. <laughs> that it is, it is, It's longer than Wuhan in China. That's, that's a good point. Yeah. So I hope we can get through this. Yeah. And I believe we can. Yeah. But yeah. at least well, it's good to know that we're doing our part. Yeah. 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 I think like um, most of us, like we and our friends, we're all taking the first dose, which is really good. Yeah. Yeah. I hope. I hope like we have done our parts. Yeah. yeah. We'll get there. We'll get yeah. there. I'm feeling hopeful. Yeah. That's why I put that's um, that's my third thing. I just feel really, really lucky. We have the options. For sure. Because not everyone has option in the other part of the world. Yeah. Yeah. Which I hope they do, but they don't. So. Yeah. Yeah. So that's my last thing. Very cool. short and simple. Okay, well, Yuna, it was awesome to do this again after a week off and get back to talking about joyful things. Yeah. It's definitely helping the mood, I think. I agree. I feel like um, 
it's for me it's really fun um talking to you and looking at your eyes and 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 do this show i'm kind of missing it <laughs> it's really well fun. okay to be fair two of those three things you do every day <laughs> <laughs> yes, <that's laughs> so true. i hope you don't miss those necessarily <laughs> <laughs> yeah but i got you i see what you mean yeah it's fun Cool. Awesome. Well, thank you everyone for listening this week to our three things. And uh, we'll be back next week with three more things. Yeah. And you can just find us on our Instagram at our three things, Facebook, our three things, and at our three things.com. Yeah. To see all the information about the show and see past episodes. Yes. Exciting. Anything else, Yuna? No, I think that's it. All right. Well, then let's sign off. But before that, we have a quick reminder. Yes. To please remember, uh huh. Our first thing is you. you. <laughs> that was very clumsy. Let's do that again. Let's do another take of that. Let's do another take of that. Okay. I want all of you to remember. Our first thing is, is you. you. There we go. Yes. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.